now for the thousands in attendance and the millions around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! African, African, African hip-hop blog podcast. I used to play play guy boss African hip hop blog handy. Welcome back to the African Hip Hop Blogs. It's your boy Phil Chard and I've got a, a multi-talented um, individual here on the line. Um, this man literally controls 50% of the SA Hip Hop Award video of the year nominations. He's done some classics um, over the years. He did that classic video with the Palatones. And Kuli Chana Sleepwalker, worked with Toya Lazy. Of course, you know his hip-hop work. He also did that incredible Exodus film with Ricky Rick earlier in the year. None other than Mr. Kyle Lewis. How you doing, sir? Hey, man. How you doing? That's good. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to speak to us. So how does it feel when you know you're going to an award and there's a greater than 50% chance of you winning? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, these awards, these award shows are always great, you know, it's always great to get recognized um, for kind of, you know, art that you put out there. But, you know, and I mean, not to sound cliche or anything, but it's, you know, it's, it's more, I'm more proud of just being able to work with really incredible artists, you know, like, an award is always nice, but if I can continue to work with, you know, literary geniuses of industry, I am more than happy. But yeah, it feels good, man. It really feels good to have the videos recognized. Mm, mm. So, now I want you to pick your favorite child of, of the videos that are nominated. Which was your favorite? Wow. Okay, I mean, obviously, the, each of them have something special about them and, and to them. But I think, uh, you know, Fisak with uh, Ricky Rick was quite a turning point in, mm. in my career. You know, uh. meeting Ricky and, and collaborating with him really kind of opened me up um, visually and creatively because he's such a brilliant mind. And his music is so inspiring to make visuals too. And I really just felt like we got something really that I was very proud of in terms of visuals, in terms of like style and stuff like that. So I think that was kind of the turning point one. But another one that's very close to my heart is obviously the War um, Ready. Um, you know, that was something that Casper um, and I were chatting about for a while and to be able to make it was, was really awesome. Mm. Wait, was for the first video with Ricky Rick? Yes, it actually was. But you know, back in the day, I did a music video with uh, with Tumble um, way back in the day, and uh, yes, and the blah 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 featured on it. But he actually, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I'm pretty much a nerd, so a lot of the things that I do when I look at these videos is I always try and figure out, okay, how did he make this shot? How did he get this going? I've always wondered, like on Sleepwalker, how did you get that effect when they levitate yes. off the bed? <laughs> learning all my tricks there <laughs> actually you know I'm a, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of um getting everything on camera um mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we're very talented uh, visual effects artists in our country you know there's something special about being able to get those kind of effects on camera and like i really didn't want to do the um the strings and that kind of stuff so actually what we did was we shot on a phantom and we dropped everything in frame and shot at a thousand frames just super slow-mo and did a reverse of it so it gave the illusion of it always kind of flying into the sky and i use that technique on a couple of different videos since then actually on on haze it uh, with to and troublemaker as well as on exodus actually oh okay, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, if uh, you know, you can do any kind of really crazy, cool effects. You know, if you, even if you don't have the budget, you know, if you just like think a little bit further out the box, you'll be amazed at the kind of things that you can get. Mm, mm, mm. All you need uh, yeah. is a camera that can shoot at a thousand FPS. Yeah, okay, that does help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go through the process of these videos. When an artist says, "Carl, I need you to work on this video," do they come with a storyboard? Do you listen to it and then you? Design the storyboard is a collaborative effort. How do you come up with some of these these works? You know, I've I've been so I like literally I've been so lucky with the artists I've worked with. You know, they they see me as a creative separate on you know on top of themselves. So like they will send me a track and they'll give me a chance to throw out some ideas before they even have an idea because you know sometimes maybe I would think a little bit differently to what they would have um, kind of presented. Mm-hmm. So with Ricky and Casper, all of them, um, you know, like they've given me complete free free reign creatively, which is as a filmmaker, I really couldn't ask for anything more. You know, you get the odd job where they do have something in mind that they really want to get across. But at the same time, they let me interpret that idea, you know, completely from my side, which is which is really a blessing. Okay. So let's go, for example, with, with Fusek, which I think Fusek and Exodus were probably your most impressive works from my point of view. Let's hone in on those, especially with Fusek. What was the concept behind that video? How do you how do you even come up with that and say, yeah, Yo, you know what? I want to put googly eyes on someone's lips, <laughs> and then I want to play it back really fast. Yeah, you know, like um, so. So when I get the track, eh, like um, I sit there and I listen to it. You know, I close my eyes and I just let it play and play, and I let kind of visuals come to me i try not to have any kind of um, external forces kind of um, kind of uh, cloud those ideas so i listen to it and then when what i feel from the music is where a lot of these visuals and a lot of these weird ideas come from you know it's um, you know obviously music is uh, subjective so everyone Mm -hmm. gets something different Mm -hmm. out of it so when i listen to it like i see these images and i see these kind of things you know i have quite when i approach visuals i like it to be a little bit more artistic i like the viewer to Think about it more than what meets the eye. You know, I don't want them to just look at it and, and, and it's straightforward. I want them to come up with their own ideas. I want conversations to be started. You know, I think with a platform, you know, like this and with these music videos and, and, and the popularity of um, these artists, you know, there's we have a very amazing chance to to say a lot of things and bring a lot of art to what we do. You know, it doesn't always have to be the kind of Americanized um, look and feel of things. You know, we, you know, we can have our own individual voice. Um, in terms of a country, and I think it's just growing so many, so much, like the fashion world, the photography world, in in so many different facets. You know, I wanted to kind of blend a little bit of everything. You know, some fashion, high fashion, um, some arts. You know, so I think that's kind of where these ideas and craziness kind of come from. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, with Exodus, like yes. wh- whose concept was that? And because I still don't know exactly what the arc of Exodus was, but I just know it's some crazy visuals and I kind of get it, but like, what were you and Ricky trying to tra- translate with that video? Yeah. So, you know, so that was also an extremely exciting project. You know, Ricky, um, he approached me and said that he doesn't want to do a music video. He wants to do a film. He wants to do something different. And again, gave me a lot of free reign. Um, and yeah, that, that's kind of how Exodus was born, you know, and, and in a lot of ways it um, has a lot, a lot of, deeper meanings and subtexts in it you know uh, what it is is kind of someone rising up from from bad circumstances into you know that kind of like ricky rick god like kind of um superstar you know and it kind of brings out the message that you know you can start from any kind of humble beginnings and get there 
even if the road is extremely tough along the way, it's not impossible. And, and you know, it's accessible to everyone. It's not just for those special few that become famous. You know, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's people that really, you know, push for it and strive through, it, through adversity that get there. And symbolically, that's, you know, kind of what it says. And it kind of deals with a lot of, um, you know, pitfalls that even Ricky himself had um, reaching to the top. So I think that's all kind of represented in this kind of like tapestry is what we were kind of trying to create, you know, something that doesn't even give the full track. It's just little snippets into, you know, the creative process is not, you know, trying to be a music video. It's, it's a standalone short form. And, you know, what was really great about it is that it's gotten a lot of, um, a lot of praise um, outside of the uh, music world. You know, we won a lorry for it uh, mm-hmm. for the first mm-hmm. ever year that they brought a music video category at one top honors for it. So, it was a very proud project for me, you know, just being able to, you know, like do something narrative is always very special. Okay, yeah. Um, that that being said, um, it's it's quite shocking to me that Exodus wasn't nominated um, for Video of the Year because clearly that that was the most impressive offering. Not to expose Ricky's pockets or anything, but like, how extensive was the budget for that video? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but it wasn't, it wasn't a huge budget, so I think. <laughs> you never think it was um, 2k or two k or two hundred thousand in the end, um, which was a lot of favors and a lot of hustling from my side to make it happen. But my crew and stuff were just very passionate about doing something like that. You know, you work in a lot of commercials and things where you dictated how things should be. So when you get an opportunity like that to express yourself as an artist, I think you know, kind of everybody jumps on board. I think there's this big misconception as well that you know these music videos and things are, are cheap. You know, like it's um, as much discount and as much hustling as we can do. You know, unfortunately, these, these you know, like filmmaking and anything like that costs money. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a, a lot, but it was a lot more than, you know, we had a lot of room to play and, and actually get some really cool stuff going. Okay. 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 Um, that being said, what would you say has been your most um, expensive video to produce? You know, the, the the most expensive video was actually Casper, uh, Mr. Mahamadi. Like, the reason being it was it was a part of a Sunlum campaign, um, you know, that Casper um, that really wanted to get involved in and, and really push. So Sunlum managed to give us quite a lot of money for that. So a lot of the ideas that I've always wanted to do, <laughs> I had a bit more money to achieve it than that one, which was which was very cool. And also just doing something different, you know, doing something comedic was, you know, something that I hadn't done in a while. So it was it was quite a cool experience to do that. Also just dealing with money, you know, when it, like a lot of the money goes into the trailers for the artists and all the cameras and the trucks and stuff like that. On my normal music videos, we keep it very minimal. You know, we don't need all the bells and whistles. We kind of put every cent into what you see on, on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is spent on, on, you know, kind of silly things. But obviously when you're dealing with commercials, you have a little bit more extra cash. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Um, so that being said, um, what would you say the current state of South African music videos is as of now? Um, what is the industry missing or lacking? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you can always we can always highlight what's missing and lacking, but you know, the growth that I've seen in in like even just five years, not even just I mean, not even just visually, but musically in our country is just it's absolutely like amazing and you know there's a lot of these you know a lot of young guys that are coming around and doing videos that i'm in awe of and i have a lot of respect for and uh, you know like i can only see this like going to the next level 
you know, there's something special about um, our filmmaker's eye and, and, you know, how we approach things, you know, just it feels fresh and it feels different. And I think the more we celebrate that and, and, and um, kind of push that, you know, I think we'll be world players like in a year, year or two. I mean, the music's already there. It's just about getting that kind of visual just, just that little bit further. And I kind of hope, you know, with what I do is hopefully, you know, kind of pushing other young filmmakers to kind of take risks and, and, and push themselves. You know, we don't have to be like anybody else. It's, it's like, you know, if we push ourselves, you know, I can't even imagine what kind of beautiful things we could produce. Okay. okay. Um, who on the scene do you look at and you're like, I, I really appreciate or I'm in awe of what he's doing right now? You know, um, you know, um, I'm with Egg Films and one of the directors there, um, Lebo Khang, um, he did The People vs. The Rainbow Nation. Um, oh, yes, I, find him a, well. uh, I find him a huge source of inspiration. Um, he also does some music videos. He actually also won a, won a thing. And um, what I really just kind of admire about him is being able to capture the human element. My, my stuff's very kind of composed and, and glossy, whereas his stuff is a little more kind of real and human. And that's something that I'd really love to, to explore. And he does it really well. As well as um, another director that just did the um, Sunuganera from Egg as well. He just did the um, uh, Kulichana Absolute, um, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Africa First. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they shot it all in Ghana. It's possibly one of the most beautiful uh, music videos I've seen come out of this country. And I would recommend anyone to watch it. It's, it's mind-blowing. Okay, okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, actually, yeah, you also just touched on Kulichana. You, you've done some work with him as well. Um, that yes, money yeah. video was, was another impressive. Oh, thanks, man. I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> I love I really gold. <laughs> <laughs> I <really do> that. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's certain things that I've picked up watching your videos that I've written about, like, um, that are distinct to you. A um, mm-hmm. hundred years from now, wherever it may be, when students are studying your work in a film school, um, what would you want them to recognize as your signature or or the the style that you always try to bring out in your videos? Sure. Yeah, you know, like I think when it comes to style, you know, you try, you know, every time to change it up as much as you can, but there's something that comes through that's distinctly me, you know, and I never thought I would get that, you know, like I'm always trying different things. But then also when I look at my videos, there's a thread through that I can start noticing about myself. Um, I don't know. I think I think what I would like the most to to remember is, you know, by pushing boundaries and, you know, like really pushing the medium as much as as we can. And, and as I could, you know, I mean, if we if I could a little bit of what I do, if that can inspire others to push themselves creatively, that would be truly the reason I do what I do. Um, that <laughs> well, I. I... There's, there's there's so much more that uh I wanted to discuss, but we'll we'll really need like a two hour sit down so we can get into the nuts and bolts because it <laughs> it'll just devolve into a very nerdy conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, because I actually have a new I will uh, I'm excited for you to see my new project I just did with uh, Nasty C. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's also a short form, um, very different to Exodus, but yeah, I'm excited for you to see it. It's going to be dropping. Hopefully, um, either beginning to mid December, so you can check out for it. I, I would like to hear what you think of it. Oh wow, wow! Um, are you able to give us any hints or clues as to exactly what this project is about? Well, the project, you know, um, again, um, Nasty approached me and he wanted to do something different. He wanted to, you know, kind of 
he wanted to do three videos originally, and mm-hmm. then we kind of came up with the idea of doing a short form with it. And what is really amazing and awesome about the process, again, he gave me complete creative freedom, and each video itself um, could stand alone. Um, there's no necessarily big uh, thread through that, um, you know, so that's kind of what we wanted. You know, if you pulled them apart, they would still make great videos just on their own. Um, it's a little different to Exodus because we did the whole track for for three tracks. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be it's nice and long, fifteen minutes. But some of the most beautiful stuff I think I've achieved on camera, so I'm very very excited about it. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I think you've actually just helped me lead into something else. Uh, you've been doing a lot of stuff within the hip hop community. Are there any artists that you look to that you want to work with that you haven't worked with as yet? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yo, I've been lucky, you know, it's like everyone I've ever kind of wanted to, wanted to work with, you know, I've worked with, I mean, I still would love to work with KO. I've been trying my hardest, uh, black coffee. I would love to do a video for him. And, you know, like literally any time Ricky phones me, no matter what his budget, I will, I will say yes, you know, cause yeah, out of all of them, out of all the guys I've worked with, he just has kind of the most, you know, out there creative minds, and it's something very inspiring to work with him. So I find myself very lucky having worked with, you know, most of the people I would always kind of have dreamt to work with. So yeah. Okay. Well, well, can you describe your relationship with Ricky? How did you guys link up? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, Ricky and I aren't aren't like best friends or anything. You know, I don't think I'm cool enough to be <laughs> hanging out with him or anything. But we, I think we get each other creatively, and and you know, I I'm very inspired by his music. You know, like when when we do work together, it's very easy. There's there's nothing. We don't conflict on anything. We're always kind of on the same page. So I think our relationship is really great. We're a great working relationship and a great artistic relationship. You know, I think mm-hmm. and really couldn't ask for more. And I understand, you know, sometimes they, they don't, you know, artists don't always work with me. You know, they sometimes don't always want the lofty, wafty kind of arty piece, you know, that comes every now and then in an album. Mm-hmm. But whenever we do do a track together, it, it always becomes something that I'm extremely proud of. Okay. And how did you guys uh, link up? Did he get hold of you? And do you know what? Yeah, he got hold of me. Out? I think, yeah, I think, I think originally it was the, um, you know, the, the Spook Matumbo video, you know, um, him and I had a little bit of correspondence over that but I, it was kind of before he had blown up at, at the time and and after that he just contacted me and you know i was like kind of over the moon because i just tracked his career and it was going such a good way and also obviously when i heard Putzach for the first time i was just ah oh, yes i promised i could have like done a happy dance because it's very rare that you get a song like a song that you work with that you really really love you know, sometimes you love you, songs are great and you can make something great out of it. But when you really love a song, you know, something really cool happens, you know. So let's let's take it all the way back now. Um, how does a young Kyle Lewis um, get into video making? Yo, so, I mean, you know, like it, it, it hasn't been, you know, I mean, it hasn't been an overnight type thing. I've, I've hustled a lot um, since I've, I mean, I went to film school. Which mm-hmm. didn't teach me too much. Um, I learned everything. <laughs> Honestly, I, I like if people ask me, I'm like, learn. You learn everything you need to know when you're in the industry. Film school is, you know, teaches you whatever. But when I first started, you know, I, I PA'd on a couple of sets, and I realized at that time that I'd rather struggle through not having money and and having anything and like a social life. Um, I'd rather struggle trying to do my own thing then do something for someone else and kind of be treated like like uh, dirt, basically. 
So I started my own little company, uh, very small, you know, like I was very lucky because I got a CC at the time. And then I just started doing music videos and, you know, like what was quite lucky, my first, first ever music video was, you know, like we had a 5D with no money and it was for Lockenville. Um, and when I first met Lockenville, I was like, I was like, I was convinced these guys are not going to work. I'm just, I'm like, how could we have these <laughs> two young white boy twins rapping was just, I was like, Oh God. So I, so I tried it. And what was nice about that is that they let me pick the track of the album and they actually didn't want to release the sun in my pockets. And then, so I chose sun in my pocket. We did a video that I'm, I mean, it's my first video. I don't really show it around. It's not great. But you know what was lucky about this? The song became huge, so I was very lucky. I got a bit of a break through that, and from there, I, um, I got more and more requests. Um, and you know, like you do a lot of artists that you don't want to work with at first. You know, you just kind of you know catch your team, and eventually to get to a point where you work with the big boys and you work with the artists that you want to, which is where I'm at now. Oh, okay. okay. So you're basically saying any creative school is a waste of time. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you should quote me on that, but I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of limitations on, on, you know, kids and, and young guys that want to get into the industry and, you know, like, and these schools are just so, it's actually quite disgusting how expensive they are, you know, and I see a lot of people going and kind of really struggle financially. I, even I struggled hectically financially for it, you know, student loans and et cetera. And the frustrating part was when I went into the industry, what they taught me there is not how it works necessarily in the industry. So I had to kind of reteach myself. But I would say one thing is that it made me a confident director, you know, through practical work. Um, that That's the only way you can really become confident. You know, you can learn as much as you want from a textbook when it comes to film. But if you aren't sure on a set or, you know, like around something like that, then it's never going to work out. The one thing I will say is film school was good for the practical side, but you know, um, things are so accessible now. You can shoot on your camera, you can shoot five Ds. You know, there's so many of these cameras that are full HD definition that there's, you know, these things are much more accessible than having to spend, you know, like a hundred K a year on, on a film school when you can actually just go out and do that stuff yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. 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 Yeah. Um, so what equipment uh, is your preferred tool of operation? Yeah. So for me, when it comes down to anything, it's, you know, camera, camera is key when building something beautiful and something great. So my preferred cameras, I mean, I used to work a lot with the red, but now I'm totally in love with the Nexa and even more so with the Phantom. I mean, the Phantom's a very expensive camera to rent for a day. So those are kind of a very specialized projects. But another thing, <clears throat> another thing I love is anamorphic lenses, you know, love them, love the flare you get out of them. Another little trick of the trade that I can't really do a set without is I've got a little pack of crystals that I've collected over the years that I hang up in on C stands and in weird levels. So like if you see in parlotones, all that like blurry out of focus thing was literally hundreds of little crystals hanging in the foreground of my frame, kind of all out of focus. Okay. So I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like I like I mean a lot of people like clean images, but I love to create levels and layers um on my image. On camera as opposed to um, After Effects. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay, wow. Yeah. Well, well, this has been a very enlightening conversation. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. Um, before we go, is there anything else you want to make sure that our, our listeners are aware of or they should look out for um, coming weeks or months? Yeah, I mean, look out for my new Nasty C Bad Hair short form, something very I'm very proud of. 
And, you know, like I would love to just say to, you know, young filmmakers that, you know, there's nothing stopping anyone, you know, like, like I said, you got to hustle and you got to make these things happen for yourself. And, you know, there's nothing more exciting than seeing, you know, the younger generation come up with these incredible artistic, beautiful ideas that I could never have fathomed, you know? So if you have an idea, if you have something that you want to put across, just shoot it, even if it's on the phone or on, a, on whatever, just shoot it. And you'll be amazed that, you know, the, the most beautiful creative ideas don't have to look beautiful. If they're really strong ideas, they'll come across, you know, so don't feel like you need those cameras and you need all that fun money. You know, you can get these things done. It's kind of just finding like ways that you can, you know, work within budgets. You know, for years I've been working with budgets that are very low. You know, only now I'm working with nicer budgets. But in those years, I found I used every trick of the trade, everything I could think of to make that stuff look good, you know. So it's just kind of having that mindset and knowing that it can help. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I want the industry to grow. I want it to be bigger. I want to stay in South Africa. I don't want to have to leave. You know, I want our industry to be strong enough that, you know, we, a lot of people can make really good livings from it and be noticed internationally as opposed to us having to go overseas to work. I want it to be something that is strong here. And I think we really have the opportunity to do that. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Inspiring words, man. Um, thank you so much, Cal. Um, all the best at the SA Hip Hop Awards. Uh, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I'm going out on a limb and saying yes. there's a pretty good chance you might win. So. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I thought that with the summer, but you know, it didn't. I also had like, I think I had three noms that this year and nothing happened but i got got it for politone so i'm not complaining <laughs> <laughs> wait summer who won, who won video of the year this year um it was a very strange one it was the uh jack parrow yes, yes. and Zulani from uh freshly ground song yes yes, yes. yeah yes. I mean, it was cool yeah as you can sense the disdain in his voice <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I wish them all the best. They're a great company. They had some nice money for that. So, you know, it's, mm. I just kind of thought my little sleeper hits uh, for Tzach may have shown, you know, because we, like, we, we, we had way less than half the budget they did. So it would have been nice if it's got a little shout out, but it's so chilled. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I, there, was, there was a time last year, I think I did three, um, three um, reviews on some of your work and you were on a roll. I think it was Fusek. Then there was Money. Then, yeah. I'm trying to remember. There's a video sandwich in between the. Oh yeah, oh yeah, jump. Yeah, jump. How, how could I, <laughs> jump was actually visually. Um, I don't know if if you noticed it, but a few months after you dropped jump, did you have did you happen to see the ASAP Mob video? Yes, I can. You, <laughs> you know, noticed that what, too. <laughs> well, can I tell you what the funny thing about that is? Is that so? Anati, he said to me like, just just fuck it up, make make a Carl Lewis. So I was like, okay, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm like, but are you sure, sure? So I sent him it, and he was he was just not convinced. There, he just like, I don't know what this is. Then eventually, he watched it, and the next morning, he was like, you know what, man, this is this is genius. This is amazing. So I was very excited about it. I want to do something cool like that. And you know, it's funny. I've I've seen actually a number of videos use that that effect now, which is a little like cool. I mean, if they saw it from <laughs> maybe it's a collective consciousness. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the weird thing. Um, I've seen a, a few videos use um, a derivative of that, um, the sticking pixels effect. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm definitely not the first person to ever do it, but I did notice after that that there were, were quite a few um, videos, music videos using it. So I was like, okay, that's yeah. cool. But yeah. 
what is very significant about the ASAP Mob video is they were using the the, the data mosh effect, as you said, and they were using the um, the color palette, and they were mm-hmm. using the VHS effect. I was like, okay, yes, uh, um, okay, it's, it's, it's a little more than a coincidence. Yeah, I, you never know. Hey, the power of the internet. You never know. It'd be nice if I inspired them, but you know, it could come down to collection collective consciousness. Because I mean, when we did it, we'd like I don't we don't know if the world is ready. It's so weird. And then after that, a lot of people kind of did it. So, yeah, I yeah. suppose that's how ideas come. You know, you push out weird things that you think would never work, and then you actually find that it's the next best thing. Yeah. I wouldn't say weird because I immediately got it. I, I don't know, maybe because I'm an 80s baby, and I remember okay. having to yeah, deal yeah. with videos of that yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I used to have to splice. If you never spliced a VHS in your life after it got chewed by the VCR, you don't understand what we went through. You don't know, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, the thing is with that um, – with that video, I want you know, like everyone was like, "Oh, what if everybody thinks they're they machines or they?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That is exactly what I want. That is exactly what I want." <laughs> oh, all these kids didn't refresh. What's yeah, wrong? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, please do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Now, yeah, actually, I I can't believe I'd forgotten about that. But yeah, Jump was um, one of the more impressive videos just for the style. Um, Fusek visually. It was very unique, but a lot of the, the elements I we had seen I'd seen before in the other videos. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's Kyle's yeah. style with with a different with a different mm-hmm. look. Jump was completely out of left field, and that really threw me for a loop. And I was really impressed with the stuff you did. There. Okay, awesome. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad, man. Glad I could impress you with something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an easy man to impress. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that's you you taking the time out to you. speak to us. Um, all the all the best. Um the coming year and uh just just keep us posted uh once you drop the the nasty c project yeah dude i'll, I'll send it straight to you and maybe we'll have another chat awesome right. that'll be great man thank you so much cool man all right great wait cheers african hip-hop blog